0: Acid Country is Paul Heaton's 15th studio album, and his second as a solo artist. The album sees the former Beautiful South and House Martin's frontman continue to write classic melodies with a country edge, whilst also maintaining his sparkling pop sensibilities. As ever, his intricate and sometimes acerbic lyrics stand out with songs about old and new experiences, stories of travels and home, optimism and pessimism. Paul previewed some of the songs from Acid Country, as well as tracks from his previous solo outing and a couple of classic offerings from his House Martin days, in May 2010 when he embarked on the Pedals and Beer Pumps tour. He travelled 16 pubs by bicycle, cycling over a thousand miles in the process, and playing some of the best shows of his career, starting off at the Rovers' Return on Coronation Street and fitting in a quick date with the Woolpack in Emmerdale. And the date saw him highlight the plight of local boozers and celebrating cycling as an environmentally friendly and very healthy method of touring. I caught up with Paul recently during a sound check before his gig at the Lead Mill in Sheffield and asked him if he had any pre gig routines.
1: I never drink on stage. Uh, and I don't drink probably two or three hours before I go on stage, which means I have to stop at a pub on the way to the gig <laughs> um, earlier. But, I, yeah, I'd, that, which is quite unusual. I, even when I was, you know, a like big booze or whatever, I wouldn't drink, I, very rarely would I drink on stage. If I'm on tour, I'm, it's a tour that's able to pay for a hotel. I like to go to bed around um, half past six, put Emmerdale on about seven. seven. And it's, it's something I only ever watch on tour. And... Just drift off till about half eight, and then yeah. come back to the venue.
0: Yeah, but you're only watching it on tour, but you can still get back into the characters quite easy, can't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah But you—you oh, you played the Wallpack didn't you? On your on your side. We
1: did. Tour. It was really, really nice. Really, really. I think they must have been quite fan, quite fan, big fans. It was really enjoyable. Really nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you play? Did you play the Rovers as well?
1: No, the Rovers weren't so friendly. No? No, they kept us at uh, arm's length. <laughs>
0: they got a mock-up bar. They served me uh, when I was 15, the Rovers' returned mock-up Did bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was real chuffed about that. Pint. Well,
1: the Woolpack had real real ale, real pints, uh, which was pretty impressive.
0: So we're at the Ledmo, I love I love the Ledmo. I've seen loads of gigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like the venue. Is it one of your favourite venues, or do you?
1: Yeah, it is. I, I remember coming in. When I was living in, Yeah, it would have been... I was living in Hull in about 83. It felt like, at the time, Hull was pretty dead. The Adelphi was okay, but... Mm. The Leadmill seemed to be playing a lot of bands at the time, um, so sort of 83, 84. I must, say, I don't know if it had been running that long to be honest, but then around that period, I used to come over quite a bit, and I'd come up quite often, come over for Sheffield United matches. Yeah, I missed my last train, and end up coming to the, <laughs> the Leadmillers, and yeah, a few times we we'd come to Leadmill, come out, uh, you know, like because it was seemed quite late at the time, we'd go to the train station and sleep in the photo booths in there. <laughs> until the, you know, the first train back to Hull
0: gig size, I mean obviously you've been playing the pubs and things just lately and obviously you've played bigger stages such as Glastonbury stage, do you, do you get nervous, a different kind of nerves between each sort of venue?
1: No I don't really get nervous really, no as long as everything's in place, I've got my lyrics on stage and stuff like that and there's no reason to be nervous I think the, especially at a venue like this because the people who have paid for tickets have come because they want they want to see you, do you know what I mean and they like you whilst the thing with the arenas and things like that it's maybe a bit different some people probably saw oh beautiful South Planet Sheffield Arena let's get the coach and you know they'd be bust in and bust out so yeah. think, and that's a bit different that's a reason to be nervous, maybe. Uh,
0: and the cycling tour, um, mm. that was to highlight, obviously, the, um, the plight, really, of the, of the British pub. Have there, has there been any sort of success stories about that, of the pubs you visited that, you visited? Know...
1: Yeah, there has, actually. Yeah. I mean, we've kept in touch with quite a few of these people coming tonight from uh, Hutton-Cranswick, uh, where, where we've played. And some of the people uh, in Alton in Hampshire, he they, they sends me regular emails saying that the profits are up and people are using the pub again. Uh, and yeah, there's been a few, few quite a bit of comeback, non negative anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the worst it could be would be a full night for them, you know, a busy night and a night sort of, of entertainment. Yeah. And that, that's probably the worst it got. Some of them I think it boosted their their um, income, at least then till the World Cup, which is obviously yeah. another bit of a boost. So.
0: For this album particularly, I think I've, I've seen you quite high profile on TV and things like things like The One Show and The Matthew Wright Show. Do you, en- you enjoyed those sort of experiences?
1: Yeah, when they happen, it's, it's, it doesn't happen that much with me these days. But yeah, I think I'm much more comfortable on telly and, and interviews than I used to be. I used to go quite withdrawn and very sort of self-conscious and stuff like that. Whilst now, I, I, there's not many things they throw at me that, uh, that I, don't, I feel as I deal with badly. I'm much more comfortable, the right stuff, I'm much more comfortable about being myself. I don't know whether it's age or whether it's because I'm not in the beautiful South anymore. I'm a spokesman for myself and I yeah. feel as I can say what I want sort of thing it might be that
0: and so looking at the, the, the album uh, did you take on the usual routine of uh, going abroad to write the lyrics yeah flew
1: to Antwerp and went to Maastricht and wrote there wrote the lyrics in a couple of weeks I think it was okay. and then for the music went to uh,
0: Tenerife and that's when you join a guitar player there and sort of yeah. caught, caught with the melody. Yeah. So, actually, in, in the writing of it, I mean, did, are they written perhaps as poems? Because I've seen on your Facebook thing, on the notes thing, I mean, there, there are certain poems down there, aren't they? Are they written yeah. as poems and then. But do you have a melody to mind when you do it?
1: Well, a bit of both. Of I, I sometimes have a melody and I usually keep that melody and so the song structure is there already. I always think pop music ruins a good a poem. You know, I always. I think it always. Most of my stuff looks better written down than it does some. I think singing it, gives, um, it makes it a bit of a throwaway uh, sometimes. But uh, I, don't, I, I try and be poetic, but I rarely do I write poems. More recently, I've been writing poems. It's hard work for me, though.
0: So if we think about now putting the album together, uh, and you've come back from there, how many songs would you sort of demo with a band, or...?
1: I would normally have 16 or so songs. We usually write, we're there for 14 days, write a song a day. And we rehearse about 16 or so, might be more. Um, and uh, sort of as, as you sort of get closer to uh, we, I mean we went straight we rehearsed them but we, then we took them straight into um, uh, the recording studio and gradually they sort of fall by the wayside yeah. I always make sure they're finished but I don't give them that extra sort of uh, attention yeah. so gradually you start getting what you used to see as B-sides used to see as B-sides which are now probably used as extra tracks on Internet
0: releases or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's a shame about the loss of the B side, really. Sometimes, yeah, it you know, you is,
1: sometimes yeah it's, it's, it's an awful loss. Uh, so then you get down to about twelve songs or ten songs. Ten songs on this one because the songs are so long, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you are, I see, uh, you're working on a really sort of epic song. I mean, is that going to be an yeah. album in itself? That'll do you be think? A whole album, yeah, yeah. It's what fifty-five yeah. verses is what I've seen it's on up the press to 65
1: release. Now. Is it? Yeah. It's, no, actually, yeah, a bit about sixty. I would have thought. Um, that's just a challenge for me.
0: Yeah, I like doing things like that. Well I
1: do now, I'm solo.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, no burden there. The sort of you know having, having to produce a certain. Thing.
1: It's solo and unsuccessful. You know, without, without being too blunt about myself, it's given me the freedom to sort of do what I want. Really.
0: Acid Country is available now, and Paul Heaton will be supporting Madness on their UK tour in November and December this year.